I'm 28 years old at this year-end grand extravaganza for a company I was working for. It was a Fortune 500 company called Graphic Enterprises, where I worked in their training department. And I was amazed when the CEO announced that the employee of the year for 1993 was Dave Jackson. In the history of the company, nobody had ever taken home employee of the year that wasn't in sales. Now, that was phenomenal. But what was even more mind-boggling is I won a trip to the Bahamas. And my wife and I went to the Bahamas. It was great. And this one day, we took a bus into the town where all the shops were. And this bus trip was like no bus trip I have ever been on. First, once you get a few blocks from the resort... The landscape was very different. I think my favorite was the Pizza Hut with the bars on the window that you had to get buzzed into. That was a little different. And uh, the roads were a bit of a free-for-all. No, they weren't kind of. They were a free-for-all. There were no street signs, no rules. And we kind of almost slowed down at an intersection so we wouldn't, like, just ram into somebody. And this guy, like, dove into the bus. It looked painful. He went, like, he hit the bus and then fell on the floor as the driver just keeps on going. And so, as you might imagine, uh, nobody got off this bus either. And we went along until we got to the shops, and then he finally stopped and we all got off. Now, my buddy Eric K. Johnson from PodcastTalentCoach.com has a great saying. He says, nobody gets on a bus unless you know where you're going. And today, we're going to talk about your show intro. That's kind of the the heading of the bus, if you think about it. But we're also going to talk about transitions, which are really ways to slow down and let people get off. And we're going to talk about, is that a good idea? Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005. I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is why I help you plan, launch, grow, or monetize your show. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. And so, the one thing I want to say up front today is, this is an opinion. Almost all of this is an opinion. Your show is your show. And we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit today, because in the end, sometimes if you listen to the last episode... It was all about making a decision, and sometimes you just have to make a decision and go, huh, how does that feel? Is that good for you? A little more to the left, maybe, something like that. But going back to my buddy Eric K. Johnson, yeah, nobody gets on a bus unless they know where it's going. And so we're going to talk today about ways you can grow your audience and make it better. This is the icing on the cake kind of stuff. And so the first one is the name of your show. For me, and if you're a regular listener of the show, This is a little bit of a repeat, but we're going to get into some new content here in just a second. And if you think about it, for me, this is the test of a show. If somebody says, hey, Dave, what's the name of your show? And I go, oh, it's called The School of Podcasting. I don't want them to go, what's it about? Because I want it to be that obvious. And I have have, uh, Weekly Web Tools was a show I did, uh, Logical Weight Loss. Things of that nature. I like to have the words that people are searching for in the name of my podcast. 
and I like it to be somewhat obvious. But once you start the episode, you've heard already, we are four minutes in. Now, granted, I've been doing something new this year with the little story at the beginning, and there's a part of me that goes, is that a good idea? I don't know. My goal of that, if you ever wondered, is my goal is that you put the phone in your pocket and you're on your bike, you're walking down, you're in the car, whatever it is, so that your that story has hopefully sucked you in and got you away from the fast forward button, in case you ever wondered. And I like the intro, and this is where I say this is my opinion, and, and I'll just explain why. I like it to say, welcome to the show, and here's just a blanket, just generic version Welcome to the blah, blah, blah show. Now, blah, blah, blah would be your name where we blah, whatever it is. What is the goal of the show so that you can, here's the benefit of listening to the show. Our website is blank. And then if you want to introduce yourself, if you have some street cred, you could throw that in there. And then, so that's the introduction of the show. So at that point, the listener should be going, oh, this is, yeah, this is made for me. I'm a blah, blah, blah that wants the yada, yada, yada. And then it's like on today's show, we're going to talk about this and that and some of that. And they go, oh, cool. And I realize that sometimes people go, well, what if they don't want to listen to this, that, and that? I've listened to shows that I go, oh, yeah, this isn't for me. And I will tune out. And But you realize I already downloaded the show to hear that. So you got your download. But the other thing you just did is you just saved me 20 minutes of listening to a podcast and not going, well, that was a waste of time. So that's another reason why. Because, again, nobody stays on a bus once they realize it's not going to the destination that they want. And if you can do this at the beginning, you are saving your audience's time and you're also pulling them in and getting them to stick around. So that's now, do you have to do that? No, this is all opinion. And how do you know if it's right or not? Part of it is, I think, feel. I'm an old musician and there's a part of me that when I play something, it's Yes, it's how it sounds, but it's also how did it feel? And so I was working with a member of the School of Podcasting this week, and he said, I kind of like it when somebody does a tease. Like, hey, on today's show, I'm going to talk about somebody that makes a living with a free piece of software. That might make you want to stick around. And I said, if that's what you like, do that. It's your show. Some people, uh, let's go Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the new media show. I'm Todd Cochran. Joining me as always is Rob Greenlee. And their show is called The New Media Show. So you kind of know what it's about. And then just boom, go into the news and start talking about what's going on in podcasting. And recently, like two weeks ago, and they've been doing this show forever. They just started playing like a little jingle. And that's the other thing you want to keep in mind. It's your show. You want a jingle? Play a jingle. You want no music? Don't do any music. It's really up to you. So what I just stated was, right, introduce the show, what it's about, how the listener's going to benefit, and then introduce you if you want to do that, and then introduce the introduction. That is all my opinion And why do I think that? Because that's what I like to hear, because it saves me time in the event I don't want to listen to the episode. You don't have to do it that way by any means, but that's 
why I do it. So let's talk about transitions. I mentioned Eric K. Johnson. He is the podcast talent coach. Find him at podcasttalentcoach.com. He's also the co-host with me of the podcast review show. If you want some honest feedback, some constructive feedback, if you want to have a coaching session with not one but two podcast consultants, check it out, podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. And when we bring you on the show to review your show, we have a Google Doc. Now, if you're not familiar with Google Docs, it's a free software from, you guessed it, Google, that looks a lot like Microsoft Word, and I can share a document with Eric, and we'll put the name of the show, and then you'll see, like, Dave, and then it's like, here are the things that I liked, and here's the things I think that need tweaked, and then there'll be a section that says website, and then, you know, here's what Dave thinks about your website, and then underneath my section, you'll see Eric put, I like this, I think this needs tweaked, I like this about the website. Now, what that does is when we are bringing you on we're playing you clips of your show of here's what we really like this was done really well and then here was something you did that kind of confused me i can see whether or not we've hit all the points of your show okay we're going to talk about the content now now we're going to talk about the website i know all the points that eric wants to bring up and so consequently i don't have to say hey eric do you want to move on to the website now because I know the answer is yes. Now, in the event that Eric is going to call an audible and I say, well, let's turn our attention to your website. And Eric goes, hey, Dave, before you do that, I have one more thing I want to add because something has popped in his head as we started recording. That's fine. I can actually take out that section where Eric says, hey, Dave, before you move on to the website, let me tell you, and I might even leave that in. And again, this is just my opinion. When you say, hey, Eric, do you want to do blah, blah, blah? And Eric's like, um, yeah, I think we could do that if you want to. Okay, let's go to the blah, blah, blah. It kind of just brings the momentum to a crawl. It's not the most polished thing. Now, it's not the end of the world, but that's the whole thing. Remember, we're talking about icing here. These are things that keep things flowing. And we're going to talk about a book I read. And the author, who is uh, Jay Acunzo, says it's not about who can get an audience. It's about who can keep them. And sometimes it's those little itty-bitty things that not only get your audience, but keep them. And so I've been listening to a show for, I don't know, about a month, maybe two months, called Podland. And this is going to tie in really nice with the stuff from Jay's book. But one of the things that Podland does, and Podland is a podcast about podcasting, but it's not so much how-to like this one is. It's more about the industry and news. And I mentioned, if you listen to the last episode of every year, I ask you, what's your favorite podcast for that year? And mine was Pod News by James Cridlin. He does a daily show, and I actually listen to James on my Amazon device. It's part of kind of my wake-up routine. And this is kind of Pod News, the extended dance version. And he's got a co-host. And what I love about this that I've noticed is their transitions are so smooth 
that you kind of didn't even realize they transitioned. And by the time they do, they're giving you information to make you stick around. They're teasing you to stick around. Let me play you a couple clips here. In this clip, they're talking about a service out of Japan. And let me just play that part. Find it. It's called Just Pod, and you'll find it in your favorite search engine. Now, you had one of your friends who's an economist also give us a little insight. And on the surface, as I'm probably listening to this in the shower, I'm not sure if the person that Sam, his co-host, is talking about, we brought in an economist to give some insight. Is he still talking about the Japan thing? And it turns out he's not. What his thoughts were on all this subscription model. Because there are so many subscription services now. So I wondered what that meant for the economics of the podcast industry. And James does a great job. This guy has a rather lengthy LinkedIn profile, but James explains why he's on the show. So you were the first chief economist for Spotify. You were the first chief economist of PRS for Music, which is the US Music Collection Agency. And right before that, James explained that he had a new book out. And by the way, I did buy that book simply because they said the second chapter about holding people's attention from the Spotify point of view. I was like, okay, I got to hear that. So looking at that now, do you realize what the transition was? It was this. Now, James did a great job through his tone of voice. And you know what I mean by this. When you say something and you're signaling that this is the end of my thought. It's called Just Pod and you'll find it in your favorite search engine. So James's tone of voice is signaling, I'm done talking about this. And that's when Sam hits us with the now. And he starts talking about the next subject. Now, the other thing they've done is they've and I know it's a novel idea for some people, they've planned the episode. So they start off this episode talking about the Ambies, which is a podcast award, which transitions into another award uh, show or something, some sort of award ceremony that went on that then transitions to an interview. Check this out. Very nicely produced, very glossy thing on Twitch, on YouTube. I think 26,000 people were watching it live and it's been... And here comes another seamless transition. it It did very well. Now, you wrote about Evergreen Podcast won four Communicator Awards. What were they? So while this is a separate topic, we're still kind of talking about awards, so it doesn't really seem that much like a big transition. There's also been awards, of course, from the Webbies. And so now we have this situation, almost like when you go to the checkout and 12 items or less, and like, look, I got 37 packages of Oreos. It's still one item, Oreos. And so we've got one topic which is awards, but we're actually on our third subject. And I always say, anytime you can throw in a story to help illustrate something, do that. And here, James tells a story, builds a street cred, talking about the Webbies. I always like the Webbies because I won one year both the judges' choice and the audience choice as well for the same thing for the Virgin Radio website, which I'm delighted by. So therefore, the Webbies have a, a certain place in my heart. And so good to see so many podcast winners for that awards as well. Now clean voice and when i asked james for permission i'm like hey can i play clips from your show i didn't want to pick on sam i like sam he's a great co-host but i think we've all found the transition word from sam in that clip every single one of those sam starts off with now one more quick clip this is james talking about apple 
and how, yes, they're still not working 100% right, and then they transition into an interview. It's a real shame to see not just that Apple Podcasts Connect still isn't working properly, but also that they're not saying anything, and I think that's the saddest thing there. In the darkness, as you like to say, they're still giving us their mushroom strategy. (laughs) Indeed. And I'm going to jump in here. I love the fact that it's just a a nice casual conversation that's that's planned it's well organized and they do occasionally crack the joke and here again james with his voice is signaling okay i'm done and then you'll hear sam do the traditional transition indeed they are now casted this is a new company that got seven million dollars funding last month they help larger companies promote their podcast better which is great. Sam does a good job there of hitting everybody's hot button. Hey, here's a company that wants to help promote your show. So I love that he brings that out. It's a transition, but he's also like, here's why you want to listen. This is a cool company. And then he pretends like James hasn't done the interview yet and says this. James, you know more about Casted. I think you spoke to their CEO. And so I just love the fact it's like, hey, I think, didn't you talk to somebody? It keeps this kind of conversational tone. But Sam knows that James talked to the CEO. And then listen to James as he goes into like, here's why you should listen. This is why this is important. And then the interview just starts. There's no big giant introduction of who this person is. Yeah. Companies like Salesforce use Casted. But I reckon that there's probably something to learn here for every podcaster as well. Again, nice trigger. It's, there's something here for everyone. Don't hit fast forward. So I talked to co-founder Lindsay Chepkema and I asked her how she got into the podcast space in the first place. I am a career marketer. And as soon as I hear her voice, I know that she hasn't been sitting there the whole episode. I know this is pre-recorded. I don't care. They get right to the meat and potatoes. And consequently, it's just subject to subject to subject to subject. So this is the bus that doesn't really slow down for you to get off. And consequently, this is also a show. It's the episode I'm looking at right now is 49 minutes long that by the time it's over, I'm going, oh, is it done already? It really just keeps moving. So here again, there is no wrong or right answer. It's really up to you. But realize that James and Sam have taken some time to go, okay, we've got all this podcast news. How can we kind of group it together? And you kind of want to look at this and go, all right, we've got we've got group of stories. We're going to talk about these awards here. We've got three topics here. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to transition maybe to an author or some other interview. And then we're going to talk about how Apple is still broken. And they kind of have to look at that and go, okay, great. That's where we're going. How are we going to transition from point A to point B? Is there something we can do to make that transition? So it's not such a herky-jerky thing where all of a sudden somebody out of nowhere just goes, hey, at the School of Podcasting, see what I did there? You get step-by-step tutorials. You get access to our private Facebook group filled with brilliant podcasting minds and of course live group coaching and if you send me a question and you're a member of the school of podcasting there's a really good chance i'm going to answer with a video to 
to tell you, to show you exactly what you need to get you going in the right direction. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash join. Use the coupon code listener to save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And don't forget, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to help you sound professional. I'm going to help you engage your audience with great content. And I'm going to make sure you don't buy a bunch of equipment that you'll never, ever use. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash join. Use the coupon code LISTENER. Now, normally, if I'm doing an advertisement in the middle, I will have a tease before I go to the advertisement. But I was trying to do something, you know, hey, let's just steer left really hard right here just to have you feel what that feels like. And you might be saying, Dave, you're talking here with Sam and James, and they just kind of flow from one to the next. And you don't do that. You actually have a little transition music and there's a little bit of a brain break there. And then you go to the next thing. And I go, "Uh uh-huh. And they go, what's the science behind that? And I go, I like it. If someone comes up to you and says, hey, I have three pairs of shoes. There's a set of clogs, a set of dress shoes, and these kind of slipper things with no shoelaces. And you go, I've never worn any of those. There's only one way to figure out which one you like best. And that's to actually try them on. And so if you're working on your intro or your outro or whatever, there's nothing wrong with practicing and recording three different versions and then see which one feels right. Which one do you like? Get some feedback from someone not named mom on what they like and why do they like it. But in many cases, it's your show. You're going to do what feels right. So for me, I actually have transition music starting about probably a year ago. Now I put chapter markers in this. So if you're the app you're listening to on this, you can actually skip to the next section. And that is the beautiful thing about podcasting is it's your show and you can do whatever you want. And so we're going to talk about Jay Akunzo. And I heard Jay on another podcast. I really wish I could give credit to whoever show I heard him on, but he was talking about a book he wrote and it's just a PDF. But if you can make me think I am your friend for life, and it's a really good book. Now, the other thing I like about this book, Jay's a little wacky. He has a talking magic wand in his little PDF. I'm kind of bummed there's no audio version of this, but said the guy that has a book on podcast monetization, but no audio book yet. But this is a PDF, and he's got these three different layers of content. And when I saw this, I was like, you know, that's true. And I have some shows that are just level one. So what is level one? Well, first things first, let's back up a second. Let's take a breath. You ready? All right. Where are we starting at? For something to have worth, like money, one or more people have to believe it has worth. All the crypto people are like, that's why Bitcoin works, because we all agree that Bitcoin is valuable. And I don't know why the Bitcoin guy is from the South, but he is. And so when two or more people believe something has worth, then it has value. So we're talking about value. And so he kind of talks about level one, and I think he has better names than level one, level two, and level three, but buy the book again, The Creator's Compass, link in the show notes out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 776. And level one, he uses the example of 
Here's some gold. You have some now. And this is where you just dump facts in someone's lap. You're like, hey, guess what? Apple has subscriptions. There you go. That's news. And that's kind of what James does on Pod News, his daily show. And for the record, that podcast is awesome. Why? Because it's information I can't get anyplace else without spending tons of time doing research. But level two is here's what could happen with that. So the first one is like, hey, you got some gold. Congratulations. Level two is what could happen with that. And this is where you start to help people see this has value. And he gives the example. Here's some gold. You have some now. And because you have some now, you can do all kinds of things. You can create some jewelry to feel beautiful or make someone else feel beautiful. You can trade it for goods or services that you need. And and you give it to someone else as a donation. And he goes on and on and on, which means you can do more with gold than maybe you thought you can right now. There's all sorts of stuff you can do with this. So level one was, yeah, you have some gold. There you go. Number two is, hey, you have some gold. Did you know that you can do this and that and this? And some people will do this with it. And then and all of a sudden you go, oh, wow, I didn't, I, I didn't know you could do that. Level three, though, and this is what, uh, so level two is, is what James is now kind of doing. I feel, again, going back to this is my opinion, is a level two, which is, hey, Here's this new tool I just interviewed someone about. Did you know I could see somebody doing this and that and maybe trying it with this or you could tie it in with this script and you're like, huh. So that's when you go, "I, I might have to go check that out. And so when James said he was interviewing Will, the guy from Spotify, and they talked about how chapter two was all about gathering and holding attention that's all he had to say. First, it was, hey, here's a book. And then and then he said, oh, by the way, chapter two is all about getting and holding attention. And I went, oh, okay. Now that book has value. See the difference? Now, what is level three? This scares somebody. I did a, a episode a little while back about we shouldn't be afraid to share our opinion, even though there is this cancel culture going on. And I really think I, I'm going to Quote Kelly Osborne. Yes, Kelly Osborne, daughter of Ozzy. She said, We need to get rid of the cancel culture and change to a council culture where we can actually learn from each other. I'll talk more about that towards the end of the show. I'm reading a great book right now that I really just want to share with you. So let's get off the tangent. Level one, here's some gold. Level two, Here's some gold. Did you know you could do this with it? Wow, check this out. And then later you can do this. Okay, now we're delivering value. Level three, here's what I think you could do with that. And when you start to basically add a point of view, do I dare say an opinion, now people, again, because they know you, because you've shared things on your show, they like you because the stuff you share has value, And the stuff you share actually works. They trust you. And now when you say, you know, I think you could do this, that's what's now that's level three. And that's what's going to make your show different. If you go back a couple episodes, I just went off on Apple. I still think it's absolutely horrible that they have gone radio silent 
on one of the worst launches ever. You ready for this? I'm not even, I wasn't going to talk about this because I'm just kind of tired of like, oh, Dave's going to complain about Apple. They announced that they have a affiliate program for their paid subscription thing that they rolled out, which of course, the not so much the paid subscription, but the whole Podcast Connect thing just broke. And I know a few people that have gone out to play with the affiliate program, and I'm not making this up. The form didn't work. To where, again, I ask, do you really want to trust your baby with Apple? Because your podcast is your baby. And now, that is my opinion. Now, why do I have that opinion? Why is that my point of view? Because I work in tech support. I work in podcast support. And I've always worked in customer uh, satisfaction. And I am amazed that a company this big has absolutely horrendous customer relationships with people in the trenches. I just, I, I, it, it baffles my mind. So you're getting my opinion there based on my point of view. And my point of view is I'm out there helping podcasters every day try to plan, launch, grow, and monetize their show. And when somebody comes along and offers something and it doesn't work and it actually hurts my customers, I get a little upset. I get a little emotional. And those emotions come out in my podcast. So when you start a sentence with, I think, because you think about level two is like, here's what people tend to do. Here's what I've seen happen. But now when you go to, and I think we should well, I think we can now, now it's your, you're not reporting on the news. You're not providing some sort of, uh, reports on here's what other people are doing. You're like, here's what I'm doing and here's what I think. And that's the part that people can really latch onto. And the scary part is they're either going to agree with you and go right on Dave, or they're going to go, wow, that guy's an idiot. And you got to be okay with that. So those are the three levels of, and and think about your, I'll I'll give you an example. And it kind of pains me. If you're new to listening to me, I have a number of shows on almost every single podcast media host. I'm I'm working on one that I might, I don't have a show on Castos yet. And I might throw one on there, but some of these shows are not, can we put up air quotes, real podcasts? Yes, it's content, but it's, all level one. I'll give you an example of a level one podcast. And it kind of pains me because I want to do a level three. But here's the thing, that level three and even level two, it takes time. It takes some thought. It takes some research. And I do a show right now called Podcasting Resources. Again, kind of the king of the obvious. What's it about? You guessed it podcasting resources. And all I'm doing is saying, Hey, if you want to build a community outside of Facebook, you ought to check out circle. Here's what it does. And that's it. If I wanted to go level two or level three, I would, I would do the work for you, right? People will pay to be transformed. People will pay to save time or money. And if I said, I tested Circle, I tested Mighty Networks, and I tested yada, 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 and here's the pros and cons of each, I think if you're doing this, this is the best solution. Now that's level three. I'm doing level one, and it kind of like, mm, and it's just, it's not, and level one is not bad. It's just not level three. It's like, hey, here's a tool. 
you can go check it out. Here's where it is. It's different. So as you look at your podcast, you might want to ask yourself, am I doing a level one where I'm just reporting the news? Am I doing a level two where I'm reporting the news and sharing some of my experience and what I see and my chair of here's why people value this. Here's some things you could do it. You know, here's what people tend to do with this. Here's what people that I've seen do. And are we courageous enough to actually say, I think people might want to do this and keep in mind one last thing before we get off this topic. When you start saying, I think be very, very careful because there have been times when I forget that my microphone is on and people are listening. I had a really nice guy. He was a client of mine and he had bought all sorts of equipment. And I, and, you know, I, we get on our consulting call and I'm like, tell me about your podcast. Tell me where you want to go. What equipment do you have? And he lists off this long list and he already had a portable recorder. And then he said, oh, and I bought the Rodecaster Pro, which is $600. And I said, oh, so you, you have the one recorder and a Rodecaster? And he said, yeah. And I go, well, why did you buy the Rodecaster? Because he kind of didn't need it. And he said, oh, you said it was cool. Ooh. I mean, that, that took $600 out of that guy's wallet because I said it was cool. So I say that, I relay that story, not to make you worry about opening your mouth and making you wet your pants. And just, I realize if you are like me, you never saw yourself as a, can we put up air quotes? And I kind of am going to throw open my mouth just a little bit when we say this, influencer, right? Some people could say, Dave, you're an influencer. And with every molecule in my body, I go, yeah, I think you got the wrong guy. But you might be, you might be an influencer. If people are listening to what you're doing and buying things that you said to buy, you might be an influencer. I'm dating myself. That's one of those things that's probably like Jeff Foxworthy is probably popular like what, 10 years ago? I don't know. So those are the three levels of content from, again, Jay Acuso. And the book is called The Creator's compass it's not available on amazon why i don't know what's wrong with these people that don't put their books on amazon uh but i uh it's a great book it made me think and it really for me if you can make me think and i go "Mm, you know what that's true and he's got a lot of great examples of businesses that are just crushing it by stepping out and embracing what makes them different and that's really the bottom line about this is and that's the hard part that's the part that makes you think is when you start going how is my show different? How can I do something different? In the future, I'm going to be talking about a YouTube show called Hot Ones. If you want to do some homework, this is where Sean Evans interviews A-list celebrities while they eat insanely hot chicken wings. So most bizarre premise ever. And this guy asks some insane questions. So I'm going to go and I'm going to kind of do some research. If anybody knows Sean Evans, If we can play the Kevin Bacon game, if anybody knows somebody who knows somebody that knows Sean Evans, I really, really, really want to interview him about his show prep, not so much about hot sauce and things like that. I want to talk about him about his interview process and research. So if anybody knows Sean Evans, tell them Dave Jackson would love to have him on 
the show. And with or without Sean, I will be talking about his show. And to have the latest episode come right to your device, if you are anywhere near your phone, just remember this. Text SOP to the number 31996. Text SOP to 31996. I need to make that into a jingle. I remember growing up in in Jersey, there on the shore. My dad said, son... You got to get yourself one of them there fancy cell phones. And you, you take that cell phone, son, you, and you text SOP, the letters SOP, all together to the number 31996. That's 31996, the letters SOP. Get yourself a cell phone, son, and then cut your hair. It's a pretty bad Bruce Springsteen imitation, if I do say so myself. If you know someone who would be a good guest for the School of Podcasting. I'm open to guests at the moment. I get pitched tons of people every single day that absolutely do not fit. But being that you know what we talk about here on the show, if you know somebody, send them on over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope to see you in the School of Podcasting's private Facebook group. Remember, 30-day money-back guarantee, schoolofpodcasting.com slash join. Use the coupon code LISTENER. Until we meet again next week, thanks so much for joining me on my mission to rid the world of boring podcasts. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. And because you have some now, you can do all court. Ah, crap. I can't read. I can't read. Nanky. So I say that not to make you wet your pants and to worry about what, what can you, ah, easy for me to say. God, the words are coming out of my mouth. If we can play the Kevin, the Kevin, yeah, the Kevin, the Kevin Bacon. Yeah. How, what his prep is. I already know what his prep is because I've dug in. I've dug in. I'm making up more words. I'm dugging up. Ugh. Ah, crap. I was going to mention this book. If you are white and you're still here, I'm here to tell you you want to read the book Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel. I believe is his last name. He said looking it up. Uh, yes, Emmanuel Acho. Ak- Great book. If you've ever felt as a white person, as I do, a middle-aged white dude, and you're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, this book is like having your best friend be black and you can just ask him anything and he will have no problem telling you, yep, don't say that, yep, that's good. And also, there is a ton of history in here that, for me, I'm just like, like that happened? And, you, and then you go, yeah, yeah, it did. Holy cow. It's an amazing book. It is available on Audible. I believe if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash free book, that'll get you there. Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Ocho. If you're white, I'm here to tell you, read it and read it now. And just to bring it home with the bus theme, when I was growing up, I listened to Billy Preston because he was like the sixth Beatle, and I bought one of his albums, and one of the songs was called The Bus Is Coming. And I loved it because he said the word pigs, and he occasionally would do things like, oh, 
just for no apparent reason. Ugh. And I didn't realize till much later that the buses coming was black. And I now from this book, after reading this, I know it's okay to say black. It was black slang for here comes the paddy wagon. Oh, uh, exactly. Uh, the bus is coming.